When I record podcasts, I like to stay hydrated. Who knew talking could be so hard? My favorite drink to have to hand is Lifeline's Hydro OG. It's a tried and tested product for me. It helped me and my team complete a 24-hour podcast, giving us the edge that we needed to get over the finish line. So whether you're at the gym, on a bike ride, or just trying to get over that night before, Lifeline's Hydro OG has got your back. Each serving is stocked with all the healthy ingredients and vitamins you could ask for. There are a great range of flavors, and with each serving at only 18 calories, you really can't go wrong. Here at the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast, we like to support local, independent companies and brands, and Lifelines is a product that I am proud to endorse. Go to lifelines.com. Now that's L-Y-F-E-L-I-N-E-Z.com to find out more. Now, without further ado, here is today's episode. Hey guys, back at it again. Thank you for tuning into the Shoes with Biscuit. I'm enjoying these little uh, these little monologues before the show. It gives me an opportunity to say thank you to a few people and, and speak to a few people. Uh, first off, I want to say thank you to today's guests, Aaron Child and Becky Lisney. Um, we recorded a highly flammable, um, and the little podcast room that Aaron's got there is wonderful. As a guy who's a bit of an audio freak, stepping into a room and not having any issues with audio is is a bonus. If you're start, thinking of starting up a podcast and um, you need somewhere to, to go and record, maybe you don't have enough space in your place to do it, or you don't want to buy all the equipment, you know, you just want to try it out, definitely uh, find Highly Flammable on Facebook or step inside um, and have a word with Aaron. Um, he'll help you out because you don't, I mean, if you was to fork out on microphones and headphones and mixers and stuff and realise you weren't into it, you know, it's, it's a bit of a dilemma, isn't it? Anyway, yeah, so thank you to them. The interview we recorded was probably one of the longest that we've done in a, a while, a long time, in fact. And it's just because me and Aaron have a great rapport anyway. Me and Becky, we have a really good chemistry. Uh, whenever we chat, we could talk for hours. It's really good. So this episode is definitely worth worth hanging in on. It's really good. Also, I want to say a huge thank you to the Flora Lounge. Uh, on the on the 3rd, we're going to be doing an interview with Simon Bell. The great return of Simon Bell is coming back on The Biscuit. I'm just finishing up one of his books, which I started in October, but things have been so um, so busy. But reading's a difficult thing for me these days. Never used to be. I seem to have to make time to read, which is insane when I think back. So, yep, the Flora Lounge, thank you for letting us uh, go and use your upstairs there to record. Always wanted to record in there. I saw Andy O'Brien recording live music, and I saw they got this really nice, beautiful leather couch and the in the the great backdrop with the wallpaper and the and the big paintings and stuff. I thought that's just an amazing place to record. Let's try that. So yeah, that's what we're going to be doing. Um, Jason from Bestival as well, Camp Bestival. I'm chatting with him at the moment. Uh, we're organising uh, some some work. We're going to be uh, doing some interviews before the event, and I think the Shrewsbury Biscuit is going to be at Camp Bestival, which is going to be amazing. It won't be me. I'm going to Turkey, uh, but I'm putting a team to go uh, in my stead. So thank you to the guys at Camp Festival. The Shoes with Biscuit will be there. Um, this is um, 
It's been a fun week this week. I've had a, a real, real bit of positivity, and it's nice, isn't it? I mean, what do you guys do when you when you have like a week that's super, super positive? Do you run with it? Is it like too much to be true? Is it is it like is it something that you struggle with when you have those positive? Week? I know some people do actually. That you know, I I I can do if I have something really good happen. I'll be like, oh, back to the dim and gloom. But I'm running with this. I'm running with it. We had a great week, um, a great week, a great meeting um, about future developments for the Shrewsbury Biscuit um, had my interview with uh, with Becky Lisney which is about to hear and then I went out for beers uh, with my good friend Jane Pickworth Tony Reid and Verity came along as well at Tapping Can what a great place that is drinking the old Hell's Lager <laughs> but yeah anyway look I'm not going to keep you guys for too much I want to get in this episode it's a very very long one um, if you're listening to the Shrewsbury Biscuit for the first time, please follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, wherever you listen to the podcast. Drop us a subscribe so you you know you get a notification through whenever we get a new episode. Super important. And to everybody else that listens in every week, thank you so much. Yeah, I love you. Right, I'm going to leave you with this. Enjoy this episode, and if you have any comments or if you have anything to you know add to this, you know where to find us. Right, enjoy the show. I'll catch you guys soon. Peace out. Hi guys and welcome. Oh, that was that was. Hi guys and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm Alex Whiteley. Um, on, on, on what is I think a very positive day. I'm feeling very very good today, and uh, we're doing a follow up interview. Becky Lisney from uh, Lilith. Uh, Hello. Yeah. In person this time. In person, we yeah. have like a whole physical form. Yeah. Uh, when I saw you, you were like, oh my god, you've got like a body and stuff. Yeah. It's uh, weird. The last time we did this, we did it on on uh, on, on on the internet interwebs, mm. and I was just a box on a screen. Exactly. And I really loved your your interview, your, your interview conversation about body positivity. <laughs> yeah. We had so many really good com- comments about that. You know, people really dig what you're doing at the moment. Yeah. And um, it's it's becoming it's becoming a, a real talking point, isn't mm. it? Socially amongst people about embracing you as a as a human as a being, human. Yeah, yeah, as a person, and not having to fill your time with worry and self doubt. It's uh, I think that's why it's such an easy message to spread. It's it's basically just be happy. Oh, okay. If you the, can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you can. <laughs> it's something I'm, I'm kind of training myself into. It's it's more like, um, you know, I, I talk about my insecurities on the show all the time. My phone's beeping on the thing. Uh, I talk about my insecurities all the time. Mm. And it's a case of, I think, rewiring my brain into thinking, we were just talking about downstairs. Mm. People don't care. People they, don't care. They don't care. In a nice way, nobody cares and nothing matters. And I feel like just... if there's going to be an attack on something mm. socially... I think attack on the Instagram, I say in air quotations, Instagram culture of yeah. look how amazing I am and look at these these great angles I'm going to take all the time. Yeah, 100%. It's it's about embracing reality and not this very manicured and, and cultured um, perspective that we like to create. It's a bad culture to be in. 
isn't it? You know, to be look how perfect my life yeah. is all the time. I mean, I think we've done it long before the days of Instagram. You know, we've got phrases like "Don't air your do- your dirty laundry." I mean, you're not going to uh, mm. clean laundry, are you? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, we've always had that kind of like um, the need to hide and and present yourself as this perfected um, version. Um, and there's different, you know, like, I mean, even like Freud, you go back to the Greek period and they're talking about the different sen- senses of consciousness and, um, you know, like the hiding of the self and, you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it's 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 just a very human thing. And I think we're at a point now where we can just be a bit more self-aware of, you know, it doesn't matter. No. Show up as you are. And don't get me wrong, nobody ever wants to take a picture on the days that they're feeling terrible. It's like, oh my God, I feel awful. Look at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? You should. Yeah? You should, 100%. Because on the days where you are full of the flu and you look, I mean, you look like crap, sure. You're tired, you haven't slept well. You No, I do not. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you look glorious. I'm yeah, sure you yeah. look like, you know, a God in full health. But I just think if you take pictures on the days where you don't feel good and you do look less good, then it gives you a better sense of, of things. Because what we do is we look back at pictures and we delete all the ones that are bad. Yeah. So then you get this sort of rose-tinted view of, of, oh, I used to look way better. Why did I look so good uh, like a week ago or two, or like a year, th- 10 years ago? Because cause you kept all the good pictures and you yeah. deleted all the bad ones. Yeah. And your brain isn't geared to remember absolutely every picture that you take. I mean, I, I, I was I was looking at my little boy the other day and he's got like a, a kick up at the back of his hair, you know, kind of like cowlick thing. Oh, yeah. And I was like, that was me through the whole of high school. There's no pictures of me like that. There's no proof because I would never be like, I'd always be like pushing it down mm-hmm. or don't take a picture of me when my hair's looking like that. Um, so, yeah, you're right. You need to document these things. Yeah, and it doesn't need to go anywhere. You don't need to share those bad pictures, but just have them for you so that you get a better sense of, I don't, I'm not perfect and I don't need to be. Sometimes I I look like this, sometimes I look like this and accept the range. I think the beauty's in the range, not in the, the, just the top end of the scale. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's worth mentioning as well. We're here at Highly Flammable Studios, by the way. We are in their new podcast room. New podcast room. Lovely. So listen, there's nothing there. It's great, great sounding room. And i got also got to mention, like, I've been mentioned Highly Flammable an awful lot. They don't pay me to sponsor them. I'm friends with Highly Flammable Studios because when it comes to media and when it comes to what they're doing at Highly Flammable mm. Studios, I am well on board with this because this is what I do. So Aaron Child is a very natural friend for me to make in this, in this realm because it's what we do. Can I ask, were you friends before they set up the studio? Yeah, yeah, we, okay. we met at studios yeah. a few times. Uh, Aaron is sitting here, he's nodding his head. Um, where he, <laughs> hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Aaron. Um, I just would like to mention, though, I wasn't friends with Aaron uh, beforehand. Still not, are we? Uh, wow. Jokes, jokes, jokes. <laughs> Very good friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I got, I sort of, I was looking at a place to, to host the gallery and you guys had literally just popped up on the radar, weren't even open yet, and I marched in and was like, yeah. this is the space. Oh my God, these are the people. Like, they are such good, wonderful, wholesome, lovely, perfect little uh, humans, and I love them so oh, much. That's <laughs> very kind. Yeah, I think you, you were one of the first in the door, actually. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> just, we were probably still painting the walls, and then you come. Um, yeah. But it I was think great because. You just hung the ceiling things up, and I was yes. like, yes, no, I love these people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the space, and it was, it's just such a wonderful environment. That's kind. Thank you. Well, the world is changing. The world is changing very quickly. And in mm. fact, um, I'm, I'm working on an idea. 
at the moment. I can't talk too much about, but one of the, the premises is um, life has changed so quickly since, you know, since in like 1940s, 1950s. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, when we talk about technology and how things have moved quickly, I think technology has moved quicker than anything in our lifetime at the moment. You mm. think about oh, yeah. when we were kids in the in the 90s, whatever, there was the, 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 the smartphones, there was no internet, you know, yeah. there was, but it's very basic. And it's uh, not a stable progression. It's, it's completely exponential. Bam. It's just... Yeah, so when it comes to how we enjoy things in life, media is is, is right up there. You know, when you think about TikTok, Instagram, when you think about websites, where you when you think about businesses, everybody's looking at the visual and the audio, and this is where Aaron Child steps in because mm. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and highly flammable because it's right it's right where it needs to be. This is yeah. this is evolution <clears throat> of media. Yeah, I think um, there's been a big step in a in a different direction with um social media with with marketing and with you know everything and there's felt like to me anyway there's felt like a bit of a gap for a home for people who just want to make stuff you know a mm. nice space um a community space for digital artists mm. um yeah what done is so versatile as well though because you've got a very professional end to it and then i mean i don't want to use the word amateur because amateur does mean <laughs> accessible <laughs> yes it's well, it's just that we use the word amateur wrong. So amateur yeah. means to love, right? It's it's the form of amar, which means love. So you, you know what? I didn't know that. That's yeah, lovely. amateur means somebody who does something because they love it. And I like, yeah. that's a beautiful word. But that's we use nice. it for somebody that's sort of starting we need out. A, we, need a we need a bell here because yes. uh, we need to things that we've learned. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got a bell in the studio. Uh, I think I've got one somewhere from Podaid. Hold on. The did you know bell. That's rubbish. <laughs> was that a glockenspiel? I don't like it. <laughs> oh, there we go. I was pressing the wrong button. We've got a bell here somewhere. Uh, where is it? There's, uh, oh, there we go. That's lesson number one. Uh, that <laughs> worth the wait. That was yeah. That was, that was well overused. We, that was a pun oh, bell from Pod Aid, which was a 24-hour podcast. Yeah. And we were just pun, 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 pun. Do you mind pun. if I just... Who is your daddy? Okay, oh, that's yeah. different. Yeah. That's amazing. Some of them are a little bit sweary. I mean, we've got... You know, the typical... Uh, then we got... That was what oh, I'd usually amazing. use for yeah. a, a joke Dead that Moose, Moose Cooper would make. Mm-hmm. Um, the dip, the bell to me sounds like a deli. You know, it's sort of like an old... Yeah. Oh, someone just popped bell. in. Yeah. What would you like? Uh, yeah, sandwich, yeah. sir? <laughs> Can I see your selection of cold ham? <laughs> 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 I like that. Oh, this is audio magic. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about Harley Flamble because I know you've got, a, yeah. you've got a meeting to go to in a bit and you've got... You're busy. You're a very busy guy. Um how quickly has the progression of highly flammable gone for you? Is it is it satisfactory or is, is it dragging yeah. its heels? I mean, like, be honest. I mean, where are we at? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's an interesting one because my full time job is a filmmaker. I still class hmm. myself as a filmmaker. That's you are painter. <laughs> yes. I I am. I guess. Um, so highly flam was a place to for me to kind of do more film work and like hmm. explore more film stuff, but also open it up to the community so hmm. everyone else could use it. So. Um, Getting that balance is uh, is always going to be something tricky because I would love to spend more time here, you know, doing things. Um, but uh, I'm also doing a lot of film stuff too. But in terms of where we're at, it's uh, it's great. The the side that has kicked off, which we've been quite surprised about, is the events, hmm. events, exhibitions, workshops, that kind of thing. Um, the people just come in and they they feel like it's a warm, cozy kind of like living room kind of vibes, and mm-hmm. they just want to. Uh, old events here which is fab but uh it's yeah. um yeah it's probably not the the side we 
expected to get really busy straight away, but it isn't. It's really yeah. nice. Well, I think on the back of that, you know, we were talking about, because we're talking about a, a possible podcast workshop, mm-hmm. which I've been very vocal about, because I'm proud that we, we're, we're going to be planning this. Oh, yeah. But on the back of that, you might find people want to use the podcast studio a little bit more. Absolutely, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think it's, it because it isn't a, I think the concept of the studio is a little bit hard to wrap your head around until you step foot inside and you kind of, you, you, have a look around and you see all the different spaces and how it can be used yeah um so that's half the battle you know getting people in and understanding the concept yeah um, i think we're kind of quite it. prescriptive so if you say studio we just imagine it's a box room and it's studio, got studio is a word that <laughs> explains an awful lot doesn't it yeah, you can have a studio exactly. for everything yeah. you can have a studio flat for example do you know what i mean but we like labels <laughs> don't we is what i mean like we like yeah. a label so what is it that your business does what do you know like yep. what is the space defined as and you know we like exactly. nice neat boxes and so the idea of something that's versatile and open yes. and use it how you need to use yeah. it and it's sort of like the room of requirement really the room of requirement Pop i mean on the website if you need a, a, a theater studio a dance studio you've got james broxton and get your wiggle on just yeah. opened around the corner which yeah. um i'm going to be organizing an interview with him very soon because what they're doing at get your wiggle on over there around the corner is fantastic timmy goes there he loves it yeah. um it's a wonderful place it's and this is what i mean like things are evolving in, in a way that people are drawn mm. to, to like things like theater now and mm-hmm. this the the, the the photography uh, photography is like i mean We've always had photography as a thing that people enjoy, but I think with things like Instagram and, and like and, and you know the uh, the way that uh, I think media is moving and the way companies using photography now, hmm. it's becoming a very popular thing. People love photography. I mean, that sounds like a very broad thing, but it, oh, it's, yeah. Yeah, I think you just, it gets messages a lot quicker and it sells easier. We were talking about this actually before. It's not yeah. about what you think. It's not about the like the words that you have to use. You have to be very careful when you're copywriting and make sure. It's about feelings and mm-hmm. a picture can say way more in terms of feelings, that, like more than conscious thought can, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's about when you look at a website, when you um, are looking at somebody online, like you're looking at your friend on Instagram or whatever. It's how you feel looking at those pictures. Yeah, it's selling emotion, isn't it? Yeah. It's not... Um, the same with film, mm. you know, it's, yeah. you can get across a lot more, a lot quickly in, in the social media age by selling some emotion, whether mm. that's, you know, an emotive picture that yeah. that tells a story or, you know, a bit of storytelling in marketing. Right. Well, film's especially good because you have sound with that, whereas, you know, oh, yeah. photography is <clears throat> lacking in, in audio quality. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you've ever watched a video, like a nature documentary with no sound on it, it's the most weird thing. Mm, yeah. We'll put <laughs> your own soundtrack to it. Yeah. On, put Pink on. Floyd to it. That's... that's... Is that what you were going to say? I was going down that kind of let's just narrate it in our own. own. Yeah, so there's this dude, this deer walking through a a wood, and then there's this badder dude, he's hiding there. Look, he wants the deer, and he grabs the deer, and the deer's like, oh my God, no. Like, we should... have, you, have you seen um, comedians narrate animals though? Well, it's there's, there's Aussie, Aussie Man, isn't there? Does he's yeah. obviously the most famous people person mm. to do stuff like that um, yeah. with the horse and stuff. Yeah, it's fun. It's great. Yeah. It's a great idea. Let's just <laughs> kidnap that idea and, and make it happen. We could do it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Honestly, there's never going to be enough content of of comedy over animals. Like, just yeah. Sarah Millican pretending to be a seal, and she's like, "Shop, you know where I'm on nights." <laughs> it's like, it's just fantastic. Or, I mean, everyone's seen. I think it's a chipmunk or something. And it's like Alan, Alan, yeah, Alan. Alan. Oh, that's Alan. not Alan. That's Steve. It's just oh no, it is Alan. Alan. <laughs> Um, I blame YouTube for that. Yeah. YouTube oh, has, has brought things out on so quickly. Um, <laughs> mm. And now people are moving to the, the shorter burst videos like TikTok and YouTube shorts. Mm. I mean, some of the stuff my son watches on YouTube shorts is I'm like, these people, 
How are these people getting millions of views? And it's just because people go next, 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 yeah. next. It's because of emotion. It's because of chemical dopamine. Mm. That's dopamining. TikTok is just dopamining. Like, I hate to think what's going through it. my head. Like, Okay, so I was watching uh, the morning show on, on Apple TV, which is fantastic, Jennifer Aniston, uh, you know. <laughs> And there's the, there's one episode where I was an absolute bag of emotions. I cry at everything anyway. I cried at <laughs> Batman before. I have, and that's an animated movie as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Um, it was um, uh, Dark Knight Returns. It's the the one where Batman finally Joker finally dies, where he kind of snaps, and I'm kind of yeah. like, oh my god, he pushed him to that moment, yeah. and it's taking all this time, and it, it was just like a weird thing. Like, <laughs> When he followed the arc of Batman and he's yeah. like, oh my God, he's finally snapped and he's finally done a bit too much. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've all been there. And then the, the, the joke. The, <laughs> do, do we need to talk? Do we, do we, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, offline. I can kill the Off Joker. Air. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cried at a song yesterday. It was, um, it was Goldfinger. It was a, a remake of Superman from the 90s. Okay. And they they redid it, we did it with Biffy Clyro. I didn't even know this song existed. It just played nice. randomly on Google, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is everything I need right now." And Biffy Clyro <laughs> hits different though. Yeah, but yeah. with Goldfinger too. Oh come on! Yeah, this great. is where we are not friends anymore. I've never actually seen um, a full James Bond movie. Not? No, 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 the movie Goldfinger, the band. They sang oh. 99, Reb- <laughs> "99 Red Balloons in the Sky." I know. Yeah, uh, yes, but yeah, they, they did that. <laughs> Goldfinger were a great band. They were a ska band in the 90s. Thanks. Thanks for clarifying. And um, they they uh, did a great, because they came back together during lockdown and they were releasing the old songs, singing mm. lockdown, and they did a great job. So. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, so photography is great. So how, how you know, as far as the, the business is concerned, people using the studio, is that still growing then? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so the, um, uh, like I said, the events and workshops, great. Getting loads of kind of like... Um, kind of weekly courses so people yeah. setting up like a course to to teach something they come and meet up every evening like we've got such a variety evening. as well like yeah. every christmas you had wreath making oh, and you've so got like yeah. um that was, like that was my mum uh, sh- shout out to glory goldsmith my mother uh, <laughs> very good wreath maker Lovely. and botanist oh if you would call it that yeah florist well uh, yeah a florist oh. is somebody that does more sort of like decorative flowers and a botanist i guess is somebody that's growing yeah. Growing them, yeah. Maybe alchemy needs. Love it. Um, since uh, Lilith mm. began, um, how have things grown for you? Uh, um, you know, have, have have you been impressed with how many people have followed you? Have getting lots of nice yeah. comments and stuff. Um, especially over the last sort of couple of weeks, um, sort of ramping up towards the gallery now, and then just all of a sudden, like loads mm. of people are like, oh interested um which is nice um I mean, i've had it's quite great. a restful winter and i did need and sort of expect with outdoor shoots that it might go <laughs> quiet yeah um i say that actually was at the um i was gonna say the article um uh yeah so we were out uh doing a shoot in a very windy spot <laughs> all right oh boy <laughs> a couple of weeks ago in obviously january yeah. it was freezing bless her but she was like game for doing it so oh that's great was like yep yeah, sort of halfway up a massive hill and <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> Well, it was isn't... so steep, honestly. I thought we nearly went a couple of times. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's not what you yeah. want. It's for the art, though. <laughs> Just do it for the art. It's totally <laughs> worth it. Do what you got to do to get that honestly, shot. Honestly, we were walking around and the sun hit the side of this hill. And then I was gazing up at it thinking, oh, my goodness, it's just beautiful. I'd love to go up there. Love but it. it's a you know, I very much like client focus. You don't want to take them anywhere that they'd be uncomfortable. Or, you know what I mean? And it's a very exposed side of a hill. Mm. The sun beaming down. <laughs> 
Yeah. Do you find and it's she, part of your job to kind of push people out of their comfort zones a little bit? Yeah. There's a, it's hard to balance though because you want to push, but you don't want to snap. Make them uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah and so sure. it's very much up to them. Like, I'm, I'm here to encourage mm-hmm. you, but if you need to decide where your boundaries are and where you're comfortable yeah. or not. So, absolutely. So, yeah, I'll always encourage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how does it feel to, to, you know, do a lot of women feel liberated because of that? Mm, yeah, very much so. In fact, yeah. the, the last lady said that she kind of wished she'd pushed herself further. Um, so, which was, which was nice. It means she just wants to do it again and, and it's more of a journey then it's not just like a one-time mm. thing it's actually a process of learning to love yourself learning to push yourself and and challenge yourself like where are those boundaries can I push what I think I'm capable of and yeah it's really wonderful I think we all need that sometimes mm. I mean I definitely yeah. need that because I, I feel like if I turn up to a thing and say no you're doing this hmm. rather than would you rather I think I'd just be like, I'd be more inclined just to agree with someone because I don't like conflict. I'd be like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. That doesn't mean, by the way, I'm easy to be mugged or anything. Like that. I'm just saying. Give me a wallet. I'm just saying that sometimes I need that a bit of assertiveness. But everybody's different, aren't they? And I guess yeah. it's up to you to judge on yeah, where, where I'm, you can I'm do somebody that. and the, the way that they're reacting, the way that I feel like they're feeling and mm. um, just go with how it feels at the time, I think. That's true. You know, like she was ready afterwards. Views. She wasn't ready at that point. So she gets the photos back and then she wishes that she'd pushed herself further. But she wasn't ready at that point to push uh, herself further. So I didn't, I didn't push. And yeah. I'm like, that's how you feel now because you've done that. Yeah. You know, but that's great that you have yeah. the ability to then move on to the kind of next step. So they've got their yeah. head around it a little bit more. And it is, it's all part of the process, isn't it? That's it. You know? It's it's about, uh, I, I always tell people it's, it's nice to have the pictures from the shoots, right? right. It's always nice to have the, the, it's evidence that your brain can't fight. Like, yes, you do look good, right? Yeah. That's the, that's the hardcore of it. But the, the actual thing that is, the, the cell really is the shoot itself mm. it's getting out into nature for an hour and not having to think or do anything else yes it's wonderful um it's getting to have that one-on-one sort of it's almost like a coaching experience of, yeah. of self-love and self-development and and having that peace and quiet to to just think about how your body feels listen to the wind feel the ground beneath your feet and just exist without pressure without like eat stress without you know what I mean like expectation yeah. Yeah. And it's just but nature does that anyway doesn't it you know uh, the, the grounding effects of mm, go being out there so. and yeah, uh, sure. being one with nature mm. and what kind of clientele are we, are we I mean it must be a mixture of I am powerful let's do this day you know or, yeah. or maybe there's something I can do to sort of reach that sort of peak I need to get you know mm. um, with your clients do you mm. get a mixture of people that need that kind of uh you, we talk, we talk about dopamine, or we yeah. talking about that that kind of acceptance. Yes, I am powerful, as yeah. opposed to yeah, I'm going to go do this because I'm powerful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think you get a little bit of both. I think most women come in and they're excited and they can't believe they're kind of doing it. Like, what am I? I'm crazy. So, like, if people knew what I was doing right now, I'm going to meet my mum for lunch later. And I'm just, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's a very weird feeling to sort of have that experience and then and then carry about your normal day. Um, but I think most women come in feeling like it's going to help and it's going to make them feel more like the woman that they want to be. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, I feel I, I would compare some. I'm, I'm speaking to a base jumper next week, which is great. But I would I would compare mm. someone saying to me, right, let's take some tasteful nudes, Whiteley, right? <laughs> Get the get get your kit off. We'll put yep. something in front of your junk and let's go. That I would compare base jumping to that. That's the adrenaline I would feel. Yeah. So hats off to anybody that goes and does. Aaron's nodding at me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The adrenaline. That's that you feel. But, but that's the that's yeah. the beauty of it. Sort of like base jumping is that here is this risk. Your body and your brain know it's a big risk, right? Mm-hmm. You've been told it's a a big thing your entire life, and here it is a risk. And once you've taken that risk and you realise that there are 
no consequences or the only consequences are oh, that wasn't too bad yeah. freedom and it's liberation mm. and it's fun and it's silly and it's you know then you get to go oh well my brain was being silly mm. you can <laughs> you can be quiet you know what i mean and it's a really liberating feeling to get over fear it's a good metaphor for a lot of things in life i think and you you talk about life coaching and how this kind of is like coaching it's kind of like Mm. no you can do this yeah um i feel like there are there are many parts of our own lives individually Mm. going about doing our daily thing whether it's aaron out there with a camera uh you know at an event getting people smiles on the camera (laughs) um what do you prefer to do i mean like you get a lot of festival stuff where people are happy but there's also capturing emotion on camera as well which is really important yeah that's an interesting question and it does change to be fair uh i do love shooting festivals you know that's fun it's it's trying to capture a personality of a festival in a film is is great, you know. Is that where your heart different. lies? Because as a filmmaker mm. and photographer, you kind of get offered lots of jobs, and you go, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll come, I'll take some pictures of yeah. these portraits, whatever it is, you know. And your heart, not, it's not. I would say my heart's in it. I'd yeah. say it's. I use those as my playground. You okay. know, they're like fun. That and you know, food and drink businesses. I yeah. love shooting in them because it's fun. It's just personality focused. Yeah. But um, you know what? I'm still discovering like the actual types of film I like to do. Mm. But I really love campaigns. So like big projects where lots of... Sorry. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's very cosy in here. Um, where yeah. <laughs> lots of um, lots of films or things work together to 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 make a big project um, come mm. to life, you know? So there's a community feeling to it. So I love that kind of thing. That's, you know, the studio is kind of like that. Yeah. But um, I've got an event coming up in October, which yeah. is a very long time away. Uh but um, we did it six years ago, I want to say, and we're revisiting it, yeah. we're bringing it back from the dead, and it's called Day of the Decaf, right? Oh, and it's it. a, it's a well, the original was a a, zomb- a zombie short film competition. Mm. Oh, you where, mentioned this, yeah. yeah. Where um, <laughs> uh, filmmakers team up with coffee shops and make a zombie film in the coffee shop. So it's like a weird bit of marketing for the coffee shops yeah. and a really cool little playground for... Oh, you know, do you know what? That's so cool. When is that? Uh, around Halloween, yes. Oh, so we'll probably have a, we'll have a big screening here at the... Uh, I've had a massive studio. idea. A okay. really good idea for that. Yeah? <laughs> well, you know, my social anxiety playing into a zombie thing would be... Um, I've been bitten... Right. Yep. And I'm sitting in a busy coffee shop, trying not to make a fuss. And I know I'm oh, about to turn yeah. into a zombie, and I'm like, "Very good shit." Sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm trying not to no, turn no, into. No, honestly, I'm fine. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't accept help on any level. Are you sure? Are you okay, sir? Yeah, I'm fine. Just bring to the. Seem to be dribbling. No, no, no. Do you have any cream? Brains. No cream. Brains. Cream. I'll have a flat, flat white, please, with the side of brains. I mean the. <laughs> so I wouldn't go for the straight like zombies breaking for the door. It's just me sat in a coffee shop trying not to turn into a zombie. Yeah, man, I like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah I'll well, just give my idea away. This and year's this is a theme, is it? Yeah, it's a short film competition. Yeah, oh, no. and it's. Um... I win. <laughs> <laughs> Already, sorry guys, the event's cancelled. Uh, yeah. Alex's what's the prize? What do I win? <laughs> yeah, a little, uh, what is the prize? A little trophy. Trophy. Oh, but no. For the last one, we we made a, um, a great guy called uh, Dan Noor actually created a. A zombie hand sculpture holding a cup of coffee no. with an eye floating in it. So oh, cool. so cool! And yeah, that was that was the price. It's like a trophy, massive. Gross. <laughs> I know, right? I love it. Gross stuff is great. Yeah. Um, but this year's is going to be called Cheese on Ghost, so it's uh, ghost stories as opposed to uh, zombies. So. Okay, so my idea can't be used. Well, it'd be me trying not to be a ghost. 
<laughs> which and would be easy because no one yeah. will see you. Yeah. I guess you could flip it on the head <laughs> <Here's me. laughs> and be like, okay, I'm not socially anxious anymore. Now I want to be seen. Yeah, exactly. And I'm a ghost. And I'm like, hello. You finally get your confidence and you, you can't. You see you. Yeah, you're dead, mate. It's very dark turn, but yeah. It is, but. Yeah, I think I've got an idea for that. There we go. Yeah. See? These kind of things are so much fun. There's like, there's no pressure with this competition. Oh, it's, it's not like show how good a filmmaker you are. It's like this. You know, Tell have a fun. story. Don't you know worry, be silly. Telling a story, it doesn't matter. This yeah. is the thing, I get asked a lot, like, oh, you might get asked, like, what, what kind of podcasting equipment do you have? And, you know, can you tell me more about, like, what films? Like, well, it doesn't matter what camera you have. Shoot something on your phone. There are entire feature films yeah. shot on phones at this Too point. Right. You know what I mean? Just tell the story. It doesn't matter how mm. good the image quality is to an extent. You know, yeah. we all watched TV in the 90s. Like, we've seen exactly. it and before that. So, you know, it just, yeah. 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 Use what you got with you. It's not about the special effects. Like Jaws is one of the most like top films of all time, and they oh, yeah. show the shark because they couldn't. <laughs> the tech was just not there. Not there at the time. No. Who's the guy that did the film with? It was, it was Charlton Copley. He recorded a whole action movie on his on a phone, mm. and but they said that, and but there was like it was on top of a twenty five thousand dollar rig. <laughs> it was like it was on a phone, yeah. but it was like being yeah. So, but yeah, I, I, yeah. K on lights. Yeah, yeah. There's quite a few now. There's yeah. quite a few feature films. Yeah. I mean, they're not as you, you're not going to get them at the cinema, but you, there's a lot, a lot of films. There'll be no Harry Potter phone. movies. It's going to be like your yeah. yeah. Well, give it another ten years. GoPro, yeah. and stuff. you know. Um, Absolutely. I had to. I applied for a job a few days ago. I'm, I'm looking for jobs in the media and stuff. And um, one of the questions was, uh, what what software do you use uh, to to create podcasts? Mm. And I I can't. I'm very proud in the fact that I can create this stuff with software that's free, and mm. so can everyone else. So I'm a mm -hmm. big champion for things like Audacity. I mean, if yeah. you've used audio oh, before, yeah. you, audio Audacity is like god level. Like everyone's used it, you can yeah. do exactly what you need to do. But then people are like, "Oh yeah, but I use Adobe because I, I don't." Aaron's looking at me like, "Yeah, I've got Adobe." Yeah, <laughs> yeah but Adobe. I, I don't really like Adobe good. Audition. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the sound, the sound one. I've always struggled with though. Yeah. The Audition one. I mean, pre you can't Premiere Pro though. Premiere Pro is it's very expensive, right. and it's like, yeah, you want to sell a kidney, just have the whole Adobe package. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, um, <laughs> love or hate relationship yeah. with Adobe, to be honest. Um, and then for video, I use yeah. I use a program called Caden Live, which is oh. just it's very it's free and it does pretty much everything that Adobe does. So I mean, mm. you can do these things for free, and I'm I'm proud about that. You can yeah. you can do that, um, but I, I guess it's the same for everything in life. There are ways to to do things freely yeah. and stuff. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't impact the quality of it, which it doesn't, you know, you've got yeah. great mics, you've got a great setup, you've got the environment controlled, then it's gonna sound good. And it's all about the content. Yeah. Have I ever told you about the legend of the orange snowball? What I started off on. This is I'm such a so curveball sentence. Is what? this another short film idea? No, no, no. This is how I started in podcasting, right? Okay. So uh, I had an orange snowball Yeti, right? Which is a microphone. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Snowball yeah. Yeti. Okay. Yeah. And that's what I used to record on. And it was such a small microphone. Like if it was on the table now, I'd have to bend my head right down and get right into it. <laughs> I'd have to prop it up. I made a, I made a mic stand out of an, an old lamp, you know, the, the Pixar oh, yeah. lamp. And oh, yeah, nice. It was great. Um, this snowball, I, I eventually created so much good stuff with that. I was able to get funding to uh, get new equipment for the biscuit, which is great, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And then Tom Bruno, I met him. In, he's in Vermont in America. And we we're like, let's do a podcast together. I was like, hey, he's like, I haven't got a microphone. Like, I've got one I can send you. So I sent this <laughs> this snowball in a shoebox all the way to America, which he then used on his, on, the, on, the, on the podcast together. <laughs> and then we brought in a, a, a correspondent in, uh, in, in Florida. He then sent that from Vermont to Florida. So this little snowball... 
Mm. Microphone so got sent all the way around the world. Yeah. yeah. We made some sexy content. <laughs> like that. It was great. You <laughs> survive. Yeah, so, we did. still got it. So there we go. Uh, no, it's uh, it's in Florida. Eric Fluger's got it. My good artist friend there. Nice. Um, who I keep yeah, saying. If you're listening, Eric, we need that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it needs to go in a museum. Alec wants his snowball. <laughs> <laughs> what did you start with in photography? Um, I actually started on a Sony Ericsson um, phone. I just. Um, Love it. That's what Yeah, I think yeah. you do. You need something that's accessible and fun. I started taking pictures of bugs and flowers and stuff, but I mean, flowers are pretty, but they are actually quite alien they're weird looking things a lot that you when you get up close they're weird um i mean you've got like the stamens which is obviously the, the sex organ oh. of the flower like just they're just weird and you know i think the weirder the flower was the more interested like the cornflowers mm. if you've seen those they're nuts i'll show you a picture of a corn yeah. are, they the, like, yeah. the are they the phallus shaped ones um no they're <laughs> like a- <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen those ones that you touch them and they, they spray out? They look like yeah. Um, I was talking you sure, about. Are you sure there's a flower? <laughs> you not just found some somebody <laughs> in the woods? <laughs> you know, I think this is at a club. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe there was just a strange. I was in, a, I was in the talk- garden centre. <laughs> maybe. I was talking it's okay. about Yoshi. <laughs> it's okay. Alex. We're taking this very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need to talk about a traumatic experience? I've been sniffing the, the, the wrong flowers. Oh, I had to go there, sorry. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> Where's the daddy button? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit late. Does it work if it's a bit too late? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Who is your daddy? Yeah, there we go. It works. What does he do? Right. Yeah. There you go, Arnold. Why does what he does? It's important. <laughs> it's oh, always important. My dad's a water treatment consultant, so. Ooh. Oh, nice. My dad okay. makes chess sets and that. That's so cool. Cool, yeah. Well, my dad is making sure no one has legionnaires. My dad does that too. Does he? No, he doesn't. <laughs> well, he's done an amazing job. Yeah. I don't know anyone with legionnaires. Magic chess sets. My dad's a baker in Ireland. He oh, Fred. You win. Yeah. That's well, pretty cool. It works at a coffee shop called Organico, and they make um, make bread for people that are vegan. Bread for people that are mm. you know, got, uh, intolerances to things. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, what yeah. a noble cause. I love that. That's so noble. You go, Dad, if you listen to this, you're noble. You're Absolutely noble. noble. You're a noble man. Oh, please, please send some <laughs> vegan bread. On the, on the topic of flowers, I was chatting to my son yes, uh, yesterday. We were talking about Yoshi from Nintendo because yeah. he's yeah. asexual. Is he? He's asexual. Oh, are you? He's a turtle. No, he's, a, he's an iguana, but he's, an, oh. he's, he's asexual. Okay. Cool. And I was talking about flowers being asexual, because yeah. mm. they're both male and female, and mm. frogs turn asexual, and his face was like, ah! Oh, <laughs> they're both boy and girl at the same oh, time. Nature is so weird. Clownfish, um, they'll have like, it's they, they get bigger as they get older, but the, the biggest one will be the female, and they'll just sort of take turns. So in Finding Nemo is a really weird message, because yeah. actually... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, the, Marlin would have just become the female and yeah. Nemo would have just... Me and Lana do that. That's a very different... That's a clownfish orgy right there. That's, that's a thing. <laughs> See it on the show? Amazing. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I mean, snails are the same. Like, yeah. they'll just sort of pick who's going to be the girl and who's going to be the boy yeah. at the time, you know? That is that Take is the tens. way forward, isn't it? Um, now we got a... That's what equality looks like. Yeah, that's what <laughs> Ten years, I'm telling you. <laughs> Ten years' time, we'll have Hollywood movies on phones and we'll just be choosing our... Or maybe the dad in Finding Nemo was just very confused. He's just got a very yeah. short term short term memory. He, he was confused in the film. Yeah, he was very confused. I, I heard a fan theory about that. that that's one, that, that's about death. And that oh, Nemo, Nemo had actually because it means no died. one in Latin. Yeah. Nemo. Yeah. Oh, ding. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you, go. you got it. You found it. Nemo. You found my ding. Um, and a really important question is. How did the, the great Aaron Child start out? What, mm. what equipment did you start with? Ooh. And how old were you? Well, I went to uni 
to study performance and media because yeah. I thought I wanted to be on stage. I thought I wanted to be a musical theatre. Yeah, I could see that though. Mm. Thank you. I think. Uh, <laughs> 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 I like, I no, I thought, you were saying thank you. I think we can see you're a media student. Yeah, mm. so I do. I've got that look, haven't I? The mustache. Um, <laughs> we yeah. I I didn't really think about making films much in the first year, but we started to hire out the cameras because mm. that was the best part of uni. And we used to make each other birthday videos. So every year we'd make like there's those three of three of us, uh, three friends, and we'd make each other yeah ridiculous birthday videos, and we learnt filmmaking through that. Yeah, they weren't for anyone else; they were just yeah, learning should be would, fun though. Like oh, you're yeah. going to learn more if you're engaged Absolutely. and having fun. Well, nobody else saw yeah. it; it was just us three would get together. I think we should though. Video. We should definitely see some of this this content. I'll right? see if I can find it. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was before. Oh, YouTube was around, but we didn't put anything on YouTube. This is old. This is before like DSLRs. So coming to fl- highly flammable soon in workshop. Aaron Child, the boy. <laughs> the boy. The boy. Yeah. yeah. His surname's Child, you don't need that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Aaron, the, the child. child. The, the boy child. Thank you. There we go. Thanks. There we, we go. Did we did it. But sometimes yeah. the, the girl. Yeah, if we're asexual and we're going down that road, <laughs> yeah. you get to pick. Yeah. <laughs> bit of suspense. <laughs> we're just going to carry on pressing with these. We're like one of those 90s radio shows. Yes. And stuff like that. I love it. And um, what advice would you give to uh, any sort of budding filmmaker that's got a few things lying around, mm. an old camera, an old DSLR or something, and they want to get into this? I mean, obviously, college and, yeah. and, and is the right, correct thing. But what if you haven't got that to your at your disposal? Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say curriculums are the best way to to get your head around a creative career. Mm. <clears throat> um, not having to go at school systems or anything like that. Um, but I think. It takes a while for you to find your footing and find actually what you enjoy and what your yeah. style is. And that's really important too, is not to, you know, if you see something that you think is cool online, you can, you know, you can feel the urge to replicate it. But I think actually to just play around with as much as you can yeah. and like be, figure out what your personality is. Mm. I think a lot of people, photographers, filmmakers, p- potentially, um, worry a little bit about sharing their secrets <laughs> <laughs> I mean you've got a lot of secrets I mean, do, to be fair with yours you? well, I have no secrets <laughs> yeah no you don't no I only keep my um, location secret just yes. so no one can come along that's so. for a very good reason to be fair yeah <laughs> but um, I think the more the more people are able to ex- explore their you know what their style is what their personality mm. is when it comes to filmmaking photography um, I never understood that though I never understand what, like why style? why people wouldn't share that because I feel like if someone knows you're a type of a certain type of the thing that you are, they might be like, "Oh, I'm looking for that type of person." Yeah, well, well, that's a big thing I'm trying to um, support here is this mentality that um, you don't have to be just like an independent filmmaker. Yeah. Everybody else is competition. I think if everybody is confident in their own style and knows what they want to be doing, yeah. has their own niche, has their own kind of, you know. It might be, you know, we can all do everything, but I don't, I don't, I me personally, to. yeah, I don't that's, want to shoot weddings. It. I don't really want to. I wouldn't hire Michael Bay to make a rom-com, well, exactly. do you know what I mean? <laughs> and there's some, some videographers out there who do. action. <laughs> oh! There's nothing. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, she did it. Needed oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's good. I'm not very good at the button, person. To be anyway. fair, I've labelled these weird, to be fair. But um, yeah, yeah uh, you've got to know where you are as a creator before yeah. you can make what... Well, do you know what? I think we get 
brought up in a in a world that was oh it's a dog eat dog world and you've yes. got to be the best in the class you need to be a star you need exactly. to be you know what I mean and and anything is a is seen as competition mm-hmm. so we've had that as as kids that's the narrative that we're brought up with yeah. the narrative our grandparents and parents are all brought up with is you need to win and everybody yeah. else needs to get crushed underneath it's, you it's the same in education too right Absolutely, like it's, yeah. you compare grades and if yeah. you know it's somebody. Um, might express themselves in the most incredible way but doesn't fit the brief and then mm. they get a lower grade. Exactly, you know? yeah. It's a weird thing to base your self-esteem and your confidence on. Mm. Whereas, it's how well everybody else is doing. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> if, you're, if you're truly putting your personality out there in, in a fun way, telling stories yeah. or... or you know, doing it pictures takes the way you want to unlearn that. Like even I've got yeah. like still sometimes, um, you know, I've got this community of women and mm-hmm. there's now four other photographers in this group and I'm like, my instant reaction was like, oh, oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. <gasps> oh no, I've lost. I've lost my group. You know, and I'm not unique anymore. I'm not the only photographer, and it's really irritating. Actually, I love her to mm. absolute pieces, but this one woman, and she barely held a camera before. She comes mm. out and does some photography with me. She's got a much better camera. Too. <laughs> oh, such envy! And then she just I had my immediate mm. response was, "She's better." Yeah, but it's just. I need to just chill out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just a fear probably. response. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, no, yeah. she does a different stuff. I, I feel that. I feel things. that. Yeah. I get that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's self-checking. Degree. It's not bad that I felt that way, but it's mm. checking that actually that that's just a feeling and it doesn't yeah. do anything else other than oh. I think that's okay. um, a big thing that I realised a while back is it's not it's not all down to that end product. Mm. You know, yeah. right? It's it's the experience which which you are doing like. Yeah in a massive amount you know you, what you're giving to people is more than just a photo shoot it's, exactly you know yeah. it's building self-confidence it's all this so like that is base jumping yeah <laughs> it's just as big a part of um of that you know that choice to have you as a photographer as it is anything else yeah. you know what you're like what your personality is how yeah. you are on a set you know well i, I read uh, I, I can't remember who shared it and it's like you can't base your um, was well, you can't base your career on your. You don't have to base your career on your success. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can be a victim of your own success. Hundred you know? percent, yeah. I mean, this is a weird pull, but Chuck Lorre, sitcom creator, created Big Bang Theory, lots of other yeah. things, mm-hmm. Two and a Half Men, but he became an asshole because of his success. His success, yeah. and or it's, it the, it's the other toxic like, environment. Jim, because of Jim Carrey was very successful. And, and and made so much money and and so many people happy, and then actually he became a victim in a different way of. Like, mm. this is such a big stature that I now have to live up to all yeah, of the time, yeah, and yeah. I can't, and it's just... I feel that with the biscuit. I'm just so yeah. powerful, so... <laughs> the imposter syndrome. Alex, oh. Alex Whiteley is a construct. Like, yeah. You know, just... <laughs> it's more of a thought than a, a thing. It's yeah. a projection. Yeah. 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 Just, if you're going to build a statue of Alex Whiteley, we have to put some thought into what you're actually going to use to represent me, <laughs> yeah. because my face just won't do it. Yeah. People yeah. listen to my voice. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, it's just a... Oh, so it has to be abstract. Yeah. So we're going to create a And you can't just a chuck a big cookie. What, what uh, we feel like when we listen to you. How about a glass of tears? <laughs> glass of tears? That's <laughs> tears of some, joy. Some of you are, oh, you, you just seem to cry a lot. That's all. I do. Yeah. I do. From our earlier conversation. <laughs> a bad Batman. <laughs> yeah. And, and Goldfinger, which apparently nobody's have heard of. Um, <laughs> I thought you'd talk about James Bond and Boy. It is. It's a, it's a particular yeah. name, yeah. isn't it? That can be. Which I only know about Goldfinger because I watched Austin Powers, which is Gold Member, obviously. Gold, gold oh, member. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think you're talking about uh, King Midas as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah there's that. Uh, the Man with the Golden Torch. Yeah, uh, speaking of Midas and and t- turning things into gold, um, when did you start to realise your successes in like in, in filmmaking and mm-hmm. how, how you knew? That's a good question. What, what do you what do you what do you count as success? Um, that's a tricky one, isn't it? I think, uh, well, I, I started out making films as soon as I came out of uni, but I was doing yeah. it for like 20 quid. 
you know, yeah. like <laughs> as most most creators start yeah. out doing. Um, but I remember the first job I did. Uh, I was just having fun with it, you know. Uh, it was somebody I met at the market hall. In fact, Turtle Doves, who are now absolutely huge, you know, kicking ass. I met the owner of Turtle Doves. I've forgotten his name. Went around his house. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I did. Went around his house. Not the same guy as the, you know, the the flower with the stuff for coming out. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's, no, no, it's no. Graham. <laughs> I'll see if we can uh, come to you. Just <laughs> <laughs> Gary Drew was doing a thing in his uh, in his Gary Drew's a famous artist that did the the flamingo outside oh, yeah, yeah. social yeah and he was doing a, a mural in his in his in his because I was I was gonna start filming basement uh, like cellars and things places you can't go in Shrewsbury I was gonna oh, make yeah. a series of that and oh. there was still an idea to do that um, mm-hmm. and I he was like, like that idea places you can't go yeah. Yeah, and then you just scan a QR code on the on the door and stuff, and you get a video to the. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's fun. That's very interesting. Nobody steal my idea. Oh. Right? Do you know what? That's such a, like a weird sorry. human response. We, I'm sorry, we can't do something immediately. Allow me, like, yeah. oh, I yeah, need yeah. to do that. Like, no, you can't. But now I want to. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Gary Drew was very much like, oh, I'm I'm at the guy who owns Turtle Doves in his house and doing a thing in his cellar. It was really yeah. cool. Come take a look. And so I went around a couple. You went in his cellar. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> right. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So that's w- that's wild, isn't it? Yeah. And People yeah. just have these cellars, like Shrewsbury's full of them. Shrewsbury, yeah, yeah, it does have full of them. Have you got a cellar here? For it, uh, I might. So I might have a cellar. I'm on a hill, so maybe. You just no, no access to it. I don't know. I've never looked. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a little dungeon down the bottom okay. with some, a couple of creatures down there. Yeah, yeah. Did I not tell you yeah, about that? Yeah. That's where the name Highly Flammable comes. From. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Baby do. dragons. Mm-hmm. They spontaneously yeah. combust. <laughs> and then they were born out of the ashes. <laughs> you guys. Is that painful? Or is that... Uh, if you're standing on it, yeah. hurts your feet. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. um, Aaron Child, how how do you how do you build on success? How, you know, you feel like there's got to be a point to you when you're younger mm. to feel like. Okay, I've done it now. I'm successful, but you yeah. can't just you can't just bathe in that. You got to keep going, mm. keep going forward. It's everybody's. Um, I think everything. Everyone's definition of success is going to be different. <laughs> and I think what my yeah. what my first um, feeling of success was to have my own place, to have an office, to have my own car. This is like out of uni, and then t- two years, three years in. I got that and I was like, I've got everything I need. And I, I wasn't happy. I was like, huh, why, what am I missing? Mm. Um, and then I just kept working and burnt out. I didn't really have much of a social life at that point. And then I went traveling for a year, you know, the usual find yourself traveling. Yeah. But I did realize that actually what made me happy was working on ethical projects, you know, projects that help people that I enjoy, that it's a, it's a nice... Um, you know, relationship you have with the people yeah. that you're making films with. And that was much more important to me than making money. Yeah. Um, actually feel like you're creating something that's good and positive. Yeah, uh, I like to think that there's a couple of reasons why anybody does anything, anything mm. at all. And it's either because it makes us happy or it provides meaning. Yes. And sometimes, you know... <laughs> Oh, sometimes the two go hand in hand like yeah. that's what Lilith is for me. It's it makes me happy. It's something I enjoy doing as a as a, as an activity, but it also provides so much meaning for me and, and other women. And mm. it's the meaning that's the meat like that's the meaty part. Happiness yeah. is fleeting. It's it's a feeling and it's nice that it comes and it goes. It's like every other feeling, but yeah. meaning is what's left behind without the feeling. Yeah. I guess, I guess it's hard to met I mean, you can measure your success via your social media and whether you're doing well in business. Mm. Yeah. But the success I feel from you is how you make people feel, right? Yeah, it's how I, how mm-hmm. do I feel? 
yeah. and, and how as do well. I make yeah. other course, people yeah. feel? Yeah. yeah. So my measure of success is, I, it doesn't really matter. I don't do this for the money, right? I've got like mm-hmm. a day job, like a, <laughs> yeah. I have a day job, everyone. <laughs> <It's> so cool. <laughs> Not for long. She's very good, guys. Well, I mean... Unless you want to keep it. Yeah, because it's landscape architecture. I'm really passionate oh, about that as well. <laughs> she's she's not going to be uh, free. Maybe like half goes. and half. Yeah. She'll be like, uh, they'll be like, uh, we've got this orchard at the back we want to build on. And then you'll be like, ah, oh, yeah. photo shoot. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Do my own photo shoot. Put them my together. own landscape. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love yeah. that. Um, well, that's a niche. I've totally, that is a niche. totally forgot. Sorry, no, I'm just imagining you. orchards. Uh, 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 <laughs> apple orchards with naked ladies. Because I'm gonna have to oh, love you and leave you. No, you got a thing to do. Um, mm. Thank you so much for chatting to us, Aaron. Yeah, thanks for being. Well, I've loved it, fun. and it's nice to have Chris in this, the the podcast room with uh, with you guys. It's very good. If you guys, if <laughs> anybody's listened to this and they want to have a go at recording a podcast, yeah, Aaron's got microphones. Um, also yeah. got me as well. I think well, I'm going to be a bit of a absolutely, yeah, a bit of a, a go between. Mm. You know, sort yes. of like a. Even if it's not a full-on podcast, they've got like a little uh, nook that you can go in and just record sound bites. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Get um, your M and S voice out, you know. For sure, yeah. absolutely. And uh, this isn't just I any podcast. <laughs> for for somebody who's a bit of an audio freak, if you listen to my last uh, podcast, I had to stop halfway through to change my microphone because I could hear the electricity running through the walls. I was like, "This won't do." Oh no, yeah, that's that's the thing, isn't it? You can hear everything with mm. these mics. I've got. Do you know, not everyone can hear electricity though. No. Yeah, not everyone can hear it. It's the weirdest thing. I thought everyone could hear it because I can hear it. Like if you're asleep and you've got your phone charged, and I'm like, it drives me insane. When a plug oh, hisses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not everyone can hear that. No. It's weird. I've got very acute hearing. Yeah. And I think that, that probably helps me with my editing and stuff. Yeah. Is yeah, I can yeah, yeah. hear things and I can I can run a noise reduction through audio, which mm. probably means nothing to a lot of people listening to this. Again and again, and I have to mm. keep going. And then sometimes I'll go a bit too far and it'll distort the voice. And I'm kind of like, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. you yeah. You've got to step away and then come back, then. Then I have to break out the noise gates. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. noise gates. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, I know the noise gates. The noise gates. We've got to find that. Got to keep the beast at bay. Um, thank you so much no, for you're everything welcome. you're it's doing for creators in this, in this town. For sure. I think I we need to chat about... Oh, yeah, for sure. I like it. We need to chat about... Um, I want to do like a workshop or an open day that's just like mm. a tester. And this is something we've spoken about, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know day. whether this is the right forum to talk about it. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm very excited about that. Just to almost give people a taste to see yeah. what it's like. Because it is really fun actually sitting with a mic and having your headphones on and having a chat like mm. i think there's a lot of businesses and a lot of people that could really benefit from it well one of the things i love Simple. to do with mm. the shoes of biscuit is I, I create uh, conversational medleys you mm. know collections of uh, conversations put together mm. maybe on your open day we can oh. create a conversational medley there we go mm. yes podcast uh hfs conversational what a fruitful medley. forum this has been so yeah. fruitful <laughs> So many fruit guys. <laughs> Please um, make that a sound bite. <laughs> so fruitful. Oh, done. Fruity. Done. All right. <laughs> we'll see. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, man. Have a great day. Uh, yes. I'm gonna meet you on mic. Meeting. I'm gonna meet you. I'm gonna meet you. Say bye, everyone. Um, so back to you with Lilith. Um, yes. Since we last spoke. <laughs> see you later, Aaron. He's gone. He's gone. He's actually gone this time. Yeah. Uh, with you, mm-hmm. um, since the last yeah, time we spoke. Yeah, let's talk about me. We haven't done talk. that enough, have we? We haven't done that enough. Uh, <laughs> how have things gone since the last time we spoke? Has that things grown for you? Um, when was the last time we spoke? Was it It was September? late last year, September, yeah. September, okay. Something like that. I'll just yeah. take your word for it. <laughs> I don't remember. It was at some point. <laughs> not an agree, boys. Not an agree. Before the present. Um, yeah, good. I think um, it's growing at a nice steady rate, the one that I can... Because I've got, um, you know, a whole life outside of Lilith. <laughs> 
course, <laughs> got yeah. my job and my kids and um and I try and have a social life and things. Um so yeah, it's growing at a nice a nice pace that I'm comfortable and steady with, getting lots of interest and and do you know what? I've actually maybe experienced a little bit of of guilt around the fact that I've not had any trolls or negativity. This isn't an invite, by the way, but yeah. just that. Don't you dare! <laughs> no one's been very adverse, or they—if they have—they've been very quiet and sort of unfollowed and just sort of quietly left, which is very nice. But I've never had any. I've Insta- not had abuse online. <laughs> Instagram is a weird thing because I get that as well. I get, I get like ten people follow me on Instagram twenty, mm. you know, in, in a day. I'm like, oh, this is wicked, and then they're gone, and then they're back again, and then they're gone. Instagram's a funny thing. Yeah, I, t- I tell you what, I did a panic actually. Instagram did the. It had one day where there was a bit of an error or something, and um, loads of people's accounts were just booted. Do you remember? It was a couple of months ago. I think I remember something. And I must like have that. lost like a hundred people or something stupid. Facebook did something <laughs> like that like two years ago. I had like three thousand followers. Yeah. And they're like, no, we're going to switch it up. And then they took like 1,500 people off me. Oh, my goodness. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Honestly, so it, well, I thought, what, the, what have I posted? What have I done that's made 100 people go, no, I don't like that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what have I, what have I done? I think and it was just an interesting. And this is the thing that I need to stop doing is, is stop living off analytics. And it's it's a genuine thing. Like there are, mm. The Biscuit is doing, like, I'm not just saying this because I'm, this is my podcast, I want people to hear it. The Biscuit's doing really well and I'm yeah. very proud of it. It's, it's growing exponentially. Yeah. But there'll, there'll be days when I'll get like five or ten downloads in one day and I'm kind of like, what is this? Oh my God. And I'll get, I'll get my air off. But I'm like, but yesterday you had 300 downloads. Do you know what I mean? Like, and and like yeah. I, I find that's just a very weird way to live is living on numbers on, on an I app. I think what you've got to do is, I mean, if you wanna, if you want to, but just see that as still ten people. Yeah, that's yeah. still ten more people that want to listen. When I first started, and we get like a hundred downloads in a week or something like that yeah. with like I don't know with with the with Thorskin or Usuk, the old mm. stuff I used to do. Somebody like uh, was it Shane Chepsey? It was somebody. It was like. Right, look at your window. Now imagine mm. 100 people staring back at you. That's scary. And that's how many people listen. I'm like, oh, that's a really good way to do it. But I feel like I need yeah, to... Yeah, but I mean, if even 10 people were standing outside your house, you'd be like, oh, can I help yeah. you? Why are you standing outside my house? <laughs> we're here to listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just make with the, the, the pictures of the naked ladies, okay, please? Oh, um, I'm going to refer to Monty Python again today. <laughs> <laughs> we're here for the Messiah. <laughs> I was I was thinking of Monty Python earlier. I was walking past Colum School, who, and there was who a... walks around not thinking of Monty Python. <laughs> it's just, if it's not on replay in your head all the time, what are you doing? I was thinking. <laughs> I do love Monty Python. I was thinking there was an orange, squashed orange on the floor, and I was thinking of like you know the scenes where they walk through the shame, shame, oh, yeah, yeah, throwing yeah. fruit, and like somebody throwing a full orange, and then stopping, going, <laughs> "Who throws an orange?" Like. <laughs> I just saw this orange and just thought of that I in my head. So much. It's just uh it's not an actual I don't think that's a Monty Python thing. It's just like a Monty Python esque thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I uh, totally get that. But no, thinking about what you guys were saying just about mm-hmm. measuring measuring your own successes and how you feel and how it yes. makes you feel. Yeah. That's Are what you I've enjoying had. your life? That's that's your measure of success. And that's what I've had to do. I've had to reel yeah. things right back. I'm not doing the radio anymore. Mm. Um there's the plan for stuff in the in the future, but it's gonna be on my terms. Yeah. Not doing any extra podcasty stuff. Um, Horses and biscuits is 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 coming from away from the, the, the shoes of biscuit because yeah. that's not the sh- doesn't have the shoes of biscuit name. Okay, biscuit international was a great idea. Again, that doesn't have the biscuit shoes of biscuit name. Uh, so I'm like <laughs> how Batman. Many, how Everything's... many biscuit related? <laughs> I'm like Batman. Yeah, 
biscuit guy. Biscuit guy. I've got. I've even labelled my son Mini Biscuit. He's got it on his T-shirt. Oh, that's great. so cute. Yeah. Oh, it's all biscuits. Yeah, yeah, I think there's there's definitely a need to do that though, because if you're externalising your happiness, essentially, you're externalising your the quality of your life to stuff that you can't control. You have no control over somebody download somebody downloading it. How many people download it? A thousand people could download it one day and, and four the next, you know, and you have no control over that. And I, I, I'm, I'm sorry to use a very misogynistic tone. And again, I'm Go going, on. this is a grey area. <laughs> but I feel dirty whoring myself out to likes and, and reactions on social media. Yeah. I feel like that's a, just a horrible way to live. I want to make stuff that I'm good with, I'm happy with, yeah. and I enjoy. And, and I feel like that just shows no, I don't think that's a misogynistic way to think, though. I think that that's, it's about you enjoying you for you and not necessarily Oh, I meant the, to... the term whoring myself out. like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you're not there to please other people. And again, no. I do this with the ladies on the shoots. It's, when we take a picture, it's, we, you know, we, we pick our angles when we do a selfie. You know, you're right. men sort of like to take a picture from sort of like a, a down angle and they're like, oh, oh I know. I go, I I go for the, the high uh, I'll look macho and big and muscular and I'll pose and puff my chest out. And, and women take very more submissive poses. So we take it more generally from above and make our faces look younger, eyes look bigger, you know. just It's all about... I was taking a picture in a way that we think other people will like us. Yeah. And that you can't control whether other people find you attractive. You can't control whether other people like you or don't like you. No matter how good you look in a picture, it doesn't, you know what I mean? But it's about learning to go, I like how I look in the picture or I don't care how I look in that picture. It's not about other people liking you. It's a weird thing how... You know, if you feel this way, the same way as I do, mm. I mean, other people probably don't, but like, I will see, see myself from a certain angle. I'll be like, oh, yeah. but I'll see myself from Who another doesn't? angle yeah. and I'll be like, oh, yeah, do you know what? I'm, it's not that bad, Alex. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's not that bad. It's such a British response. It's not that bad. It's all right, I guess. <laughs> oh, Bill do. Bailey does my favorite joke. He's like, well, oh, that's the standard of <laughs> everyone else. It's like, yeah, the Australian's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm awesome. Yeah, I'm great. That's cool. And, and then the moved to England were like, not too bad. I love that you're quoting Bill Bailey. I think that's great. We should oh, do more of that beautiful. on the show. He's beautiful. He's a great guy. Yeah, he's, oh, he's just everything. Bill Bailey's just everything. <laughs> so wonderful. Someone's done a little crochet version of him. Have you seen? No. Oh, it's so I guess that's so really happy. easy to do. He's so happy with it. Like, he posts it all the time. I think the person that, like, did this knit, so they created a pattern um, and made a Bill Bailey crochet doll, and they've sent it to him. He has it now. <laughs> he's wow. over the moon. He's so happy with it. I mean, that's success, maybe. That's what the definition should be. Do you have a crocheted version of yourself? Uh, if anybody wants to make a crochet version of me, mm. crack, I would I would, I would, would die inside. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I really would. Um, <laughs> send in your, your, your crochet. Sure, I don't guys. know if I'd want to see a crochet version of me, which is like half dressed in the woods. That would be the only way to do it. <laughs> I guess you could, you could, you could do some cool stuff with like, Ives, Ivy, yeah. Ivy, Ivy, Ives, Ivy. I tend and... to use material actually, sort of, because yeah, I don't want to um, bring sort of like fake Ivy or put uh, you know actual Ivy on people because your skin can have reactions and stuff. But I, yeah, I tend to use like very soft materials. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you, you were talking about um, how um, you know certain angles, things mm. you got to embrace that. Um, yeah. There's got to be a fine balance, I guess, between getting the best out of your out of your client mm. at the time. Yeah. So, do you ever do things? Uh, do you ever take things from an angle, and your client's kind of like, "What are you doing? Don't do that." You know, where they feel they know oh, that yeah. that's where they would normally take a picture, and it'd be awful. But you do it, and it's amazing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, I 
Yeah, there's a, there's quite a few things that will crop up in a shoot. So there's I, I obviously can stand meters away, and you're not going to be able to get a picture of yourself from the angles that I get. Um, but I definitely have women go, oh, could you not shoot there? Because I feel like my tummy's a bit on display or something. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, but this this is about what it is. And you got to remember when you go on a shoot, I don't. Let's say it's the Eve package, right? Um, and you get five free pictures with the Eve package. You don't just get those five pictures right you get a choice of 25 pictures that i'll take but i don't just take 25 pictures right i don't just go out for an hour and take 25 you come back with at least 200 you know when i first started out actually this is how you know you're getting better as a photographer because you go out and you take 600 pictures and then you take five and four the next time next time you can get better and you know you need less pictures to be taken to get the good ones of course um but I still include funny ones, and I don't, you know, like I don't edit them, and they don't have to pick them. But I include the ones where they're sort of like just having a bit of a funny moment, you know. Or um, like I was speaking to Alex McCarthy this morning; she's done a couple of shoots with me now. Hi, Alex. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, she don't actually say say hi to you. Sorry, forgot. Hi, Alex. No, um, so yeah, we've done a couple of um, a couple of shoots now, and. Yeah, I always send her the funny ones where she's sort of like halfway through saying something and, you know, like you're kind of like doing a blink and you're like, oh. Um, or there's ones where she's sort of like half uh, half undressed or something and I've turned around and, and I'm like, oh, okay, are you undressing? But I've already taken a picture and it's like, okay, great. But I'll send them anyway because it's funny. Sometimes the best the best pictures you can get are the candid ones, aren't they? Where oh, you're not- 100%. When you can get somebody out of themselves. I talk, I talk a lot during the shoots. And and have people talk a lot because it makes like, them smile, <laughs> yeah. Because when they're telling a story, when they're thinking, when they're feeling, that's when you're going to get the best out of them. Mm. Um, I remember this very famous photographer said that it's not her responsibility to make sure her client feels good during the shoot. And she does that because she's there to capture who they are in that moment. So if they're feeling anxious, that's how they feel, that's who they are. If, you know, and, and she, I mean, she was working big time, like, taking pictures of Barack Obama kind of big oh okay and I mean that's that's her way of doing it and I like to think actually no my job as a photographer is to make sure that my clients feel comfortable and happy and I get I get to access that part of them and and bring that bring that out who they would naturally be in a situation without the camera there I feel that's really yeah. good because you know you're talking about like this this coaching experience that mm. I, I said that in a really no I agree <laughs> I think it's fantastic because you are giving your you clients coaching. something to take yeah. home as well as the pictures like if, imagine if I crack the camera out now and I said I'm going to take a picture you'd be like oh, oh god okay well, where, 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 where do you want me to stand what do you want me to do with my arm when people say art oh, smile I'm not like uh, I, yeah you completely <laughs> forget how to smile don't you like mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> is this good <laughs> when, my best technique to get the kids to smile uh to smile at face go I, I, I go boobies and they laugh and they go boobies and they laugh will, yeah. great perfect pure joy but yeah no i think um i think it's definitely um a good thing to get people to feel happy and comfortable um i'm gonna ask you a very weird have you got your phone on you i do have my phone do you have a timer on your phone sure. <laughs> you set up a timer for a minute and a half oh god okay because I'm so uh, I, 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 what are we doing? Really, uh, okay, I've got a new feature on the on the on the shoes of biscuit. Thank you to everybody that supplied questions for it. I almost oh, I don't want to play the the, the soundbite. I'm going to play it, but I've got to do some work to it because I did some back background vocals for it, and it sounds very dour, medieval as opposed to what I wanted it to sound. I want it to sound like an ah. Oh, moment and Jane Pickworth is amazing but this is um, a great feature on the show called the most important questions in the world world. 
There we go. She, that was amazing. <laughs> you weren't expecting that, were you? So Jane Pickworth is amazing. That she sings that great, and I was Fantastic. just like oh, in the background. But uh, Love it. so a minute and a half, I'm yeah. going to ask you questions that were supplied to us. Um, so we're going to want to press play. Okay. Um, My heart is actually going. Yeah. Yeah, genuinely, like such you don't a know risk. what these questions I don't know are. what this question is. There's loads, loads, okay. as many as you can answer in a minute and a half. So go as quick as you can, right? Do they have to be re- recognisable answers? So you can't just. This is that. This is how we judge you as a human being. Right? Okay. So because uh, I'm like carrot. <laughs> um. So three, two, yep. one, go. What is your favourite dinosaur? Oh, uh, Diplodocus. Okay. Which beetle and or Spice Girl would you be? Uh, Ringo, Ringo Starr. Oh, cool. Uh, if you were a pub, what name would you be? Um. I don't know, lion dig. <laughs> um, if you were an animal, what would you be? Oh, a bear or a bee, I think. Either one of those. What was your favourite kids' TV programme? Mm, too big of an... Uh, I loved loads of TV growing up. Adventure Time. Okay, yeah, Adventure, Adventure Time. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, what is the most important part of a roast dinner? Oh, <laughs> Parsnips. Great. What's your first memory? Um, I think of my brother when he was born. Okay. I was cool. yeah, I was two and a half, so it's a very early memory. But yeah, I that's remember. very early. Uh, what's your favourite holiday destination? Oh, Greece, hundred percent. I think I was I was meant to be Greek, and I was born British by accident. Uh, this question is: <laughs> I laughed at this question when I first um, I answered, but I think it's great. Mm. If you were a teapot, what colour would you be, and why? <laughs> So random, but brilliant. Uh, maybe one of those like black, uh, black china teapots. You know, the really cool ones. I'd like to be one of those. I don't know if I would be. But I would want like the, to be the, the, the Chinese ones. Yeah, yeah, like the clay handmade ones. Oh, nice. Uh, what is the best sandwich in the world? Oh, um, Christmas dinner the day after sandwich. Oh, yes. that's great. Oh, there we go. That was good. I love that we uh, generated a, a, a swear word in that. That's great. I love that. I actually really oh. love that. It means we did a great job with that. So yeah. well done, folks. For Is sending. that my phone? Yeah. That's your timer. Oh, stop, stop. It's all right. Okay. It's fine. It's part of the game. Thank you for that. And thank you for supplying a timer. You did really good. Thank you for asking lovely, fun questions. I was like, oh, God. What, we weren't expecting that, were you? What are going to work? What's your favourite dinosaur? Oh, easy. Diplodocus. Rip it out. We're done. Um, of course, uh, if anybody's listening to this and mm. wants to uh, get in touch with you and organise yes. a shoot, yep. what kind of packages do you offer and um, how do how do you go about it? Mm. Um, well, I'm pretty open. So yeah. if you've got something in mind, um, there's one woman at the moment that's sort of doing a subscription package, which is interesting because it is very much about the journey and the development for her and she recognises it's going to take more than one kind of thing. Um, That'd be great. Becky, I'm feeling a glow. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I've got packages on um, on Instagram and on my website. And then um, they're generally either one-to-one or in groups. So I do both. The groups are a bit cheaper and you can sort of get to meet and mingle with other ladies. And they're very they're very wonderful, actually, because we do like a women's circle first and do some grounding techniques and then, and then move into the shoot. Um, so yeah, there's that. Or come along to the gallery. Like... It's going to be amazing. Gallery, you say? A gallery. A, no, no, no. Not a gallery. It, we're saying it wrong. It's a gallery. A gallery. Yeah, go to the gallery. A gallery. Um, I've never hosted anything like this before. So my only base of, of what this should look like is actually from movies. Um, <laughs> going, we're going all out. It will be here at Highly Flammable Studios, of course. Yeah. Um, there's canapes. Darling. Canapes. Champagne? Canapes. Absolutely. Cava. Champagne. Yeah. Bubbly. Mm-hmm. And art. 
Art. We've got um, local artists actually bringing canvases and painting and stuff. You know, oh, like cool. actual art, art. Yes. Um, and then there'll be lots of my photography on the wall and some. Um, yeah, it'll all be stuff that no one's ever seen before. Um, I did. I, I did a. a a little uh, monologue before mm. last week's show. Uh, oh, yeah. I mentioned that it's probably stuff that can't be put on social media for obvious reasons. 100%, yeah. yes. So there's lots of ladies that have consented to um, to imagery. How did you get people to do that? Did you just willing or did you have to like bend yeah. it? People want it. I think people are ready to be a bit naughty and a bit, you know, like there's no consequences to it, so it's fine. So we will have a, a showing of, uh, well, a lot on show um, of pictures that I've taken over the last year that are. Uh, so tasteful stuff, though. Abs- guys. Yeah, this is the thing. Beautiful um, art. Yes, it's not there for your pleasure necessarily. It's there as as part of their journey of self love and uh, yeah. I, at the end of the day, with what I do, people are going to think, ah, that's a beautiful woman, regardless of <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. That's not within my control. Yeah, yeah. But the way I think that people we'll do can, it is... can, do you think people are able to tell the difference between? photography that that's art and, mm. and, and smut that and you know that that's smut. essential in life that's just it's that's a it. really hard line to define and i've that's it's been something i'm very conscious of the whole time and the way that i define what is what is pornography in a very short space of time i'll define it it's it, who's it there to gratify that's that's what it is for me if you're making pornography it's there to sexually entice and please somebody else yeah. if it's there to sexually entice and please yourself that's not porn. If it's there to make you feel good about just existing in your body, that's not porn. You know. I think it's really important that when you when you when you take this this photography, you're encompassing someone like Dali or mm. uh, Da Vinci or someone that would paint something like that. They exactly. didn't have photography back then. If they had photography, they'd probably take pictures like 100%. that. Hundred percent. The female form has been long admired. I won't be the first, and I won't be the last to to capture. Um, yeah, the beauty of, of women. And it is worth saying, actually, if there are men listening, I do actually do portraits of men. I haven't put them up on Instagram yet. I'm kind of waiting till... Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. So I've got actually a shoot... How long have you been doing with that? ...with a man tomorrow. Um, and I've I shot... <laughs> this sounds so bad. We need new vocab. I shot a man a couple of months ago, doesn't yeah. it? Like <laughs> not a good sentence, is it? But yes, I did. Um, I went on a photo shoot with a, uh, a lovely gentleman a few months ago, and he had a wonderful time. It was really, really lovely. Um, well, you did the bass jumping thing that I probably would never do. Maybe, I don't know. No. You coming out on a shoot? No. <laughs> <laughs> bass jumping. So, so you'll jump off of something really no, high? No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't do any of that. That's what I'm saying. That's as scary as bass Oh, jumping. I thought you were saying that you'd go bass No, jumping. I'm speaking to a bass jumper. I would never oh, do bass. It's weird because I'd love to jump out of a plane but not jump off a building or something like the bass jumping. But no, like the adrenaline yeah. that's involved in that. Yes, is the same. Yeah. It's, I, it's a fight or flight. Your amygdala gets triggered. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't like taking pictures with my clothes on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never mind. That's, fair. that's yeah. fair. And do you know what? I'm actually really fussy about when people take my picture and I've, it's been a big journey for me to learn to just be okay with other people taking my picture. In that case, it's mm. worth asking you, do you mm. feel more comfortable with your clothes off taking photos or clothes on depends yeah yeah i think it depends on the situation so i've got other photographers i take out with me when i do group work and stuff um just so that everybody gets a lot of attention and there's you know there's plenty of stuff to go around um i feel pretty comfortable when they're taking my pictures and i could be completely naked in the middle of the woods and and it's just a wonderful and the reason i ask is feeling is because that feeling of empowerment Mm. Is powerful, yeah. I imagine. Yeah. Like, powerful. I haven't done the bass jumping yet. Yeah. <laughs> Very powerful. Yeah, um, 
it's just liberating. It's just that uh, admittance. And do you know what? It doesn't matter how many times you do it, you still get a little bit of nerves before you before you do it. And you're like, okay. And there was at one point, I think I'd taken Hayley and Simon, so two of two of the people that come out with me. Um, I'd taken them both out uh, on a shoot to to practice all together and. <laughs> I was they were having such a good time chatting and they they were like Becky you go get you know changed over there we're going to do an, just a complete nude in the woods um and I'm stood there <laughs> waiting for them to stop talking I'm like guys I'm naked. <laughs> hello oh sorry yes <laughs> and every time you just you just still feel a little bit of nerves but you get over it within a couple of minutes and you're like yeah do you know what this is this is how it's actually meant to be at what point you know like did clothes become such a staple that we needed them? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You, <coughs> I was going to say something very negative. I'll say it because it's funny, yeah. but I don't actually mean it. You see a guy like me and you understand why clothes are invented. But no. No. But it's, it's, you're right. It's 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 something like the the the, the, the human body is, yeah. is beautiful in all its stages. Absolutely. And we should embrace that a little bit more. I love that what you're doing is positive and it's been met positively as it well. It has, yeah. The fact that you're not getting any negative comments or trolls or anything like that is good. It means it's, that people... Oh, it's great. Uh, I don't know, actually, because Eminem has this phrase of it's like, if you meet if you meet adversity, good. So you means you stood up for something. I'm like, yeah, but no one's fighting me on this. <laughs> is that a good thing or should I feel like... I genuinely feel guilt. Like other people have gotten trolled and they've gotten online abuse. I'm like, oh, no one's can... abusing you. <laughs> Not think, an invite, but I just, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like people sure. will find negative in anything. They do. But I, yeah, it's just weird that, I mean, I'm very happy. Don't get me wrong. I'm very happy that no one has abused my business or me or any of my women online. I just think, like, oh, is it, I mean, maybe are we there? Did we get there? Did we do it? <laughs> like, are we more accepting abuse? of this? Wow. I think we're living it's in a different lovely. age, though, aren't we? Where yeah. we can kind of... I mean, I do look back and think about, you know, the, the, the swinging 60s when people were kind of always tend to be naked. Lots of pictures of people, festivals yeah. naked and stuff. And I'm thinking, I think has it taken react- that long to get to just a little bit closer, a little bit further? Do you yeah. know what I mean? I think we're very sort of, as a as a culture, we're very reactive. And that happens with everything. Like, the first thing you learn about architecture, if you're going to, you know, like, is that it's all very reactive. One, one minute we have straight line buildings and the next it's all, like, Baroque and it's all, you know, curves and paisley and, you know, and it happens in fashion, you know, we get short skirts, long skirts, short skirts, long skirts, and, and you know, so we are always reacting to, oh, no, that's back in the past. We're in modern. We're going to do the complete opposite. Um, and you'll find that with, with trends of how liberal we'll feel, you know. I saw somebody, I saw, the, apparently the, the roll neck's coming back now, the turtle neck Oh, turtle necks. Did that leave, oh. sorry? Did that go I, out of fashion? I, I remember like, was it in the noughties they came oh. back and everybody's wearing them. And then love turtle necks. Yeah. Yeah, they're so comfy. It's like getting a hug. Maybe it's something I could look at as, as, a, as a look for, for the... <laughs> The, uh, the, I think the plain black tea works very well for you, don't worry. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we were, oh, no, this is what we were meant to talk about. Uh, plain bod- black tea. <laughs> uh, how long have we been going? Have we got time to fit this in? Have you, have you got a bee somewhere? Well, I've, I've actually got a tattoo at three o'clock, so I was just actually trying to find her address a minute ago. Where is it you having it? Is it in Shrewsbury? Um, it is actually in Shrewsbury, and we'll do a quick little plug if you don't mind. Yeah? Um, I haven't met this lady yet, but her work is phenomenal. She does hand-poke tattoos. Um, she's called Silver Moon Tattoo, and I've followed her work for a while, and I'm very excited to meet her. Um, so she's doing me a tattoo of a jellyfish on my foot today. See if you can guess why. A jellyfish on your foot? Because you got stung by a jellyfish. I, did, I, did. I, I got, got stung by stung. one as well. Yeah. But I used to be like, as a kid, I was very imaginative. I got 
very scared easily in films. And I don't know if you remember, but back in the 90s, every fantasy film had like, I don't know, um, either like a sinking sand pit. You know what I mean? And I thought as a kid, I'm going to have to worry about this one day when I'm an, when I'm an adult. Sinking sand, yeah. Yeah, and I don't have mum and dad any, anymore. I'm going to have to make sure I'm, I'm just safe from sinking sand pits. <laughs> Luckily, it hasn't been an issue. Yeah, I think I was, it doesn't exist, does it? Apparently, Singer Sand. It's not like a no, not in the not in the way that movies made movies it. Make oh, it out, yeah, 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 but I mean, The Princess Bride was one of my favourite films, and of course, you know, she slips right in the sinking sand. Yeah. Like, oh my god! <laughs> and then there's uh, the the horrible one with never yeah. ending story with a horse. Oh yes, don't that that will make me cry. That will trigger me to cry. Traumatising. Um, yeah, we were... jellyfish as well. I was deathly afraid of jellyfish. And then this last year, um, I don't know if it, if this is an appropriate thing to say, but I'm actually getting divorced. Um, and that that relationship meant a lot. Like it meant everything. Like that was, it was almost part of who I was. That was how much I was in that relationship. Um, and it was difficult because he was never as matched in that energy. So the worst thing in the world to me was losing that relationship. And then it was, that happened. And actually, I'm okay. You survived. I, I, I survived. I'm actually happy it's, outside of that relationship and, and recognising that, that that was an unhealthy attachment to the idea of a relationship and not actually about matching. Did you go through a grieving process for that then? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, I think it was like it was nothing at the start. Like I had a month of like, well, eh, I'll be fine. You know what I mean? Not feeling it. I was a, bit, a little bit numb. And then a couple of months of... Just crying, just crying a lot and being sad and wishing I'd done better and actually then coming out of that, like, why am I guilting myself? I, I actually did the best I could. I'm like, let's go to couples counselling, let's fix things, let's do, you know what I mean? Like, I was not an unconscious partner. I was, you know, I was in it. There's nothing that I really could have done. Um, and in September, I went out on this wonderful retreat and um, was taking pictures of ladies in the sea. It was gorgeous, absolutely wonderful experience. Um, and I'm in the sea with my camera trying to be as still as possible with the waves coming in. I'm like, literally the water's up to sort of like my chest line and oh, like, oh, there we go with the wave. Expensive then, camera, yeah. Um, so I'm busy taking pictures of these ladies and then something mushy touches my foot. And I was like, oh, yeah, something, and it's cloudy. It was the Welsh Sea. I can't see anything. So I thought, just stay still because if you move, if you panic, you'll drop your camera, you'll stand on it again, whatever it is, and you'll fluster the situation. So I just stayed still and I was like, oh, that was so gross. And then um, I got out of the sea um, after a while. I, you know, it didn't touch me again. It was fine. Um, and my foot was really itchy. I didn't think anything of it. I she wouldn't just an itchy foot, but it was the other foot actually. It was itchy, not the foot that was the mush. The mush had touched, so I was like, oh. Anyway, we were throughout the day, and I'm wearing my socks and shoes. My foot's like, oh, it's really itchy, but I'm stupid, so I didn't think. <laughs> it just completely left my head like, um, and I got in a jacuzzi like in the evening, um, and the the warm water is really good for jellyfish stings, but it really draws the the stuff out, so it's irritating. And I'd, at that point, I'd been scratching it all day, oh. sort of not with without realising. And yeah, so I got this nasty, nasty jellyfish thing and it scabbed over for a couple of weeks. I, told, I showed the kids and they were like, Ugh! poked it immediately. <laughs> oh, it was so sore. Um, well, but me- yeah, that was the worst thing that could have happened. I got jellyfish thing. That was that was yeah, terrifying so for me as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the jellyfish sort of represents the the ability to have the worst thing happen and you'd be okay. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's actually beautiful. I like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got stung on my leg in Barmouth this year. Oh. But it was like three, was it? it was like long Wolverine scratches down my leg. Oh, was it? So I think I got away with it. I think yeah. I feel like it maybe just grazed me. Could have been worse. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, especially on your leg. Yeah, that could have hit someone. It's weird though. I was just like, we were, I was, I was with Timmy. We we're in the sea and we we're doing the jumping yeah. of the waves and stuff. We were attack, punching the waves and stuff. I just felt this warm feeling on my leg. Oh. It hurts right away. I just felt this warm feeling. It doesn't when you're in the seawater. The salt water is the best thing for it, and you you won't really feel. And a I lot came of out, and there's this yeah. gash on my leg. Oh my god, jellyfish, man! Yeah, the worst. And you see these big man of wars on the on the on the on the sand and stuff, and yeah. you think, oh god, they're, they're the worst. Um, oh yeah, we've gone for an hour and seventeen minutes. Maybe can we can we do the body this much? Oh, I, yeah, I no, feel like I feel like there's this trend going on in, in Hollywood mm. at the moment, and who am I to say? Because I'm not in Hollywood, and I'm not a big celebrity, but like mm. I've seen pictures yeah. of Courtney Cox recently yeah one of the biggest names in the world mm-hmm. beautiful and she's just absolutely destroyed her face with plastic surgery yeah. simon cowell he's simon cowell like he doesn't need to do anything he's simon <laughs> cowell and he's had all this plastic surgery and his face is like melted to one side like mm. what do you think causes that with with like the celebrities do you feel like instagram and the kind of that life we were talking about before like everything's perfect and everything's great do you think that's a problem for it or do you think it's like the the pressure of trying to stay up there yeah i think it's maybe less instagram when you get up to that kind of level yeah. i think it's more um paparazzi i think it's more there's this huge pressure especially on red circles on women yeah yeah because there's i mean if you can't walk down any sort of shop without seeing a thousand magazines or poking at someone's stretch marks because they went on holiday with their family and here's a picture of, of their mummy tum and you're like yeah. <laughs> she's she is a mum and she's on holiday with her kids leave her alone yeah like have a you know it's, it's such an invasion of 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 privacy but just boundaries like come on guys and i think we like this this idea of buying into it being a secret because we see these perfect stars on tv you know like you watch monica and friends and she's like i mean if you actually listen to courtney cox talk she she was i think anorexic and she was not eating properly she has problems, yeah. so conscious of her weight and the same with um oh what's her name i can't remember the, the lady that plays phoebe um Lisa Kudrow. That's it. She talks a lot because she recognised that she was taller and she's just a bigger build than both Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox. And she talks about it quite openly now that actually she was not mentally in a good place because she felt bigger and that was a bad thing. And yeah. she wasn't big yeah. at no, all. No, no. But it's just this pressure to look perfect because, you know, oh, the camera had 10 pounds. Or, you know, it's just this very high-pressure environment of you need to look young that's the other thing, like ac- actresses don't get work. You either get um, work if you're Maggie Smith and you're the grandma in a show or you have to be young and hot. Yeah. And that's the, the only two things that women can be in shows. And that's why I really appreciate appreciate people that do age gracefully, mm. like your Helen Mirrens and your, you know, yeah. these, these stars that go grey and they yeah. embrace that. And I feel that's re- that sends a really good positive yeah. message to women. It is only really in the last sort of five to ten years, I think, that we've seen women in their 40s on TV properly mm. like and, and a good quantity i mean we're still not at a great quantity but you know what i mean like a yeah we're and sort it, of getting there i feel like insecurities and the reason i mention it because i think it kind of fits in with you know that there's this level of insecurity then there's mm. this level of, inse- yeah. of insecurity and there's folks like you that's actually helping people overcome that yeah 
and you know because you know people do read gossip magazines and they yeah, may yeah. see pictures of Jennifer Aniston or you know J Lo or the Kardashians and be so like, oh, I wish I had a body like that. You don't need yeah. to have a body like that. It's those magazines are so unhelpful in, in every dimension. Yeah. It's not even like like it's seeing that picture of a star with a mummy tummy out or a C section scar. Something like that is ever going to help you because you, if you're coming at a place from judgment, oh, well, she's not so perfect. That's a place of judgment. You're going to treat her how you're going to treat yourself. The way that you talk about other people is how you talk about yourself in your head. It's such a good symptom of of how you're actually narrating your own reality to yourself. And it's it's it magazines are a really big gripe and yeah. I, I will not I will not subscribe to uh, to any of them. No. Because they're just toxic. They're yeah. just And the pinups are Airbrush to high hell as well. That's it. I think actually Jennifer Anderson has uh, has spoken about, you know, going for shoots, having wonderful photography sessions, having fun, and then coming away from the shoot feeling good. She's going to be on the front page of, I don't know, whatever, magazine, Vogue or whatever. And then she gets the picture back and actually looks nothing like her. Yeah. And she's like, well, what's wrong with my face? Like, mm. I've been voted like the hottest woman in the world and, and all of this stuff. Not that that actually matters, but do you know what I mean? Like, well, what was wrong with my face that it needed editing to a point where I don't recognize myself? Yeah. You know, like that's not OK. And it's, you know, that's the magazine editors. It's the photography editors. It's, you know, a whole team of people going, let's make this look as good as we can. And it's I, you can't really see the quotation marks I just made. But <laughs> I, mean, like, I, I think we get it. I've, I've got it on the audio. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah. yeah. It's not healthy for either them to have this um, distorted view of themselves and what they should look like, and then it's not good for anybody else either. Um, and I, d- I don't, I don't know how this question's going to go down. Um, but um, you know, I am very much aware of of the the pressures on women and and then the misogyny out there in the world. I feel like mm. actually there was something that's going on with football at the moment that is. I, I love, I, I, you know, I've been following Shrewsbury this season and I'm, I love that, but I mm. feel like fo- the football environment is taking a step back when it comes to how they treat women. And, um, mm. you know, I, could, did I think, actually read that Wales have just started to agree to pay women as much as men. Yeah, and it was that, I was a post on that, okay, that actually yeah. the, the, the comments from the guys on that mm. made me sick, made me so angry. Uh, so I'm aware that these, these, these things are happening terrible, but at the same time, I feel like, when it comes to insecurities with with things like Instagram and, and, yeah. and people's expectations, I feel like it's catching up with the men as well. There's there's a lot of men out there that are struggling. I know I do, 100%. but I mean that's because yeah. you know I, I put a bit. I was really. I so said what happened with me was I was really fat. I like, got really skinny, really healthy, really buff, and then I went fat again. So that's my problem. Is that I was there. Mm-hmm. I was there. I had it in my hands. In the palm of my hands. <laughs> right. Okay. And then I put the weight back on. That is my sure. issue. That's. I don't care what I look like. Mm. I'm not what I was. That's my issue. But when it comes to like pictures on Instagram, when it comes to mm. that, it's catching up. And I'm glad yeah. that you're you're doing things with guys as well with, with photo shoots and stuff because yeah. I think that, I think we need, it is important. We need it too. Can and I, I ask you an important question? Of course. How do you feel in your body? How do I not, feel in my not body? Not how do you think your body looks. How how do you feel? How does your body feel? Like in health wise? Just yeah. I mean, I feel it's different. I feel like mm. I I can change. I have different modes. Yeah. So right now. I feel six two, and I feel like I'm muscly. <laughs> right. I feel like I feel like a god, and I can speak to anyone about anything. And that's because I'm cool. behind a microphone. Yeah, you're doing what you're passionate about. Yeah, yeah. But downstairs, when we were chatting, I was kind of like, "Hi." <laughs> right. Do, okay. Do you know what I mean? There's a difference. Yeah. There's a difference there. And but I mean, does your does your how do you feel? Like, do you feel tired? Do you feel lethargic and easily fatigued? Do you feel slumpy? Do you feel groggy? Do you feel um, light or um, bloated? Do you feel um, 
sprightly you know what i mean like there's this how does your body feel? i feel like i feel like I'm, I'm slowly kind of losing weight i'm not trying to but for, sure. I'm, I'm up yeah. a notch on my belt which is great which is okay. a great feeling no, so at good. the moment i'm actually feeling a bit better about myself whereas before okay. christmas around christmas i was kind of like <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's, that's where the left that's left. the like low movement lots of eating and, and yeah. just i mean we overexhaust ourselves emotionally over christmas as well we you know, we get a holiday, we tend to pack it full of stuff and see everybody because we have to see everybody and yeah. overspend on stuff. So there's money worries and, you know, but I think it's, it's so much what you look like is very interpretive and how you feel when you look at a picture of yourself is going to project more on that picture. So it's not actually the objective reality of what you look like. It's how your body feels. that's more important than how much, uh, how much muscle or fat you carry. It's how you how do you wake up in the morning? Are you excited to greet your day? Does your body keep up with you? Does it do the things you need it to do? You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And that's it. As long as you can make peace with, uh, do you know what? Like, I've, I'm not a skinny, skinny person, right? And I, I was a skinny person. I still felt fat. It didn't matter. Like, I was 18. And I look back now and think, what the, was I thinking? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I didn't, I don't have a lot of pictures because I was shy. I didn't want my picture taken because I thought I was fat. Yeah. I was a size like eight, you know what I mean? And I just, I had this, it, from starting puberty, thought I was fat. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's... That's a, kind of common as well, isn't it's it? It's very common. common. And we we'll spend break our down lives, those barriers, girls. Spend our lives, we spend our time. Like, we've only got one life. So far as we know, we only have now to live. Why would you accept anything less than feeling good and great and just, do you know what, it doesn't matter. Mm. I could be dead in 50 years, I could be dead in 30, I could be dead tomorrow. I'm not going to spend my time, the only time I have, feeling bad about myself because I'm not as skinny as Jennifer Aniston. Who the <laughs> cares? You know what I mean? I think that is a great way to end this because... <laughs> No, you're right. It does. Yeah. It's, a, it's a mindset. It is a mindset, and yeah. it's one that we can definitely all break the barriers down towards. And I feel like I thank you so much for doing what you do, and because you, it's not just. I know you, you've got a business, mm. and you you are. You, I hope it's very successful. It seems like it's doing really well. <laughs> but the stu the stuff you display on Instagram, yeah, will affect people in such a positive way. So yeah, thank you for I doing so, that. Yeah. So it's really important. Well, thank you for appreciating it and for helping me get the message out and supporting it and. And yeah, but thank you for doing what you do. <laughs> thank you. I do. I, I love what I do. I really do. Yeah. Um, last couple of things that sure. we want to put on this is yeah. one, where can people find you? Um, I'm usually very active on Instagram. I'm a little bit naughty on, I don't really get on Facebook very much. Um, so yeah, get get to me on Instagram or um, my website. You can always message on there. And what's, spell it out what it is it's Lilith Body Positivity Photography so if you find um, yeah just type that into Instagram and you should find me there's plenty of posts on the shoes yeah exactly um, and I'll post you some links so you guys can book the gallery because it's going to be an absolutely phenomenal night and finally the gallery yeah. tell people From the, the date movies. yeah and how people yeah. can book oh yeah the date that might be an important yeah. people to tell yeah um, it's the 11th of February <laughs> um, one year of business so that's really cool um, yeah so it's the 11th of February it's £25 per ticket um, in that you get um, your own portrait taken, so 
please do come in black tie. We're going glam. Um, I've actually painted a wall downstairs. I don't know if you saw it coming in, but it's this big, beautiful black uh, wall with a gold decadent circle in the middle. We've gone Art Deco. Nice. Um, very glam and, and just, yeah, we're going to have portraits because we're going to get dressed up and we're going to feel amazing about ourselves. We're going to have a night. It's a good excuse to get dressed up, isn't it? And just yeah. do something special. I can't wait. I mean, February's pretty miserable, so let's do something fun with it I think me and Verity are coming yeah. we're definitely going to come along yeah you guys will be there um, yeah. we've got canapes we've got Prosecco we've got you know art um, and then we've actually got a couple of speakers so Alex McCarthy will be speaking nice um, we've got uh, Connie Parkin she will be speaking as well um, she's uh, one of the ladies that actually helped me sort of kick this up and um, and get the whole thing going and she's been a git <laughs> I say she's a she's a Lilith ambassador, but she's actually just sort of a guinea pig. It's a nice word for guinea pig. Um, we take her out on test shoots, and um, yeah, she's really challenged me throughout the business and make, made me grow. Um, and it's helped her as well. So she'll be speaking. I'll I'll have to probably say words as, as well. Um, Should be. And, yeah, and then we'll have like a little movie that I'm making. I'm making like a nice little showreel of of the year. Brilliant. Well, make sure you guys book your tickets. I'll, I'll keep posting the, the link on Facebook mm. as well. Yeah, please do. Um, I'll put a little bit at the beginning of this podcast as well, just to remind people. Yep. Uh, 11th of February, yep. £25 a ticket. Yep. You get a 7, portrait yeah. with that. You get yep. to see some great art mm-hmm. and mingle with, with great people too. You do, yeah. Well, thank you very much for chatting to me. I know we've ran over. I'm very sorry, but I've no, really enjoyed it. I could love speaking to we you. We could have done another hour. Day. really could. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Peace out. <laughs>